Is this a spiritual podcast? <laughs> sure is. You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio, the realest conversation on spirituality, finding your truth, and creating a life that honors your soul. I'm your host, Megan Hale, and together we'll grow in more faith, more love, and doing our holy work in the world. We've always been holy, and we were born to be wild. Permission to be both is granted. Happy Monday, friends. It is a beautiful week, and I am so incredibly excited for everything that is happening in my world this week and in your world, too, because we're having a free masterclass this Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central, where we're going to be wrapping up the past four days of the Wild and Holy Truth four-day challenge, and I'm going to be pulling out the most powerful nuggets that we have covered over these four days to really expand into our own personal leadership and really boldly stand in our own truth. So I definitely want you to be there. We'll be live for about an hour. I'd love for you to mark your calendars for 12 Central this Wednesday and join me for a powerful masterclass. I'm going to be talking about how we actually expand into our truth, the things that are getting in the way, and how we reclaim the narratives of our lives that are causing us to shrink. So you definitely want to be there. So tomorrow is a really big day for me. I am going up to Austin for the Together Tour to see one of my favorite mentors, Glennon Doyle, speak and all of the women that she has brought together to really bring such a diverse and powerful experience to those who are going to be there. So I cannot wait. I know I'm going to come back on Wednesday just like on fire and willing to embrace the uncertainty and discomfort that expansion brings, which is actually what we're going to be talking about today. So before we get into today's episode, I have an announcement to make. So this whole four-day challenge of Wild and Holy Truth is leading into a beautiful eight-week group program called Wild and Holy Truth. And this program was really born from the work that we do at Wild and Holy Weekends of really learning how to be braver and how to have more faith in ourselves and our own understanding of God so we can do our holy work in the world. Now, if you didn't participate in the challenge, this concept of holy work might be totally new to you, and you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and your holy work is a combination of becoming who you are here to be and making the impact that you are here to make. So it's really about standing in your purpose, and creating a powerful ripple that only you can do, that only you have the power to do because it is unique to who you are, who you're meant to be, and the purpose you're here to create. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a dreamer, if you are a visionary, if you are feeling a call, that you have a message to share in the world, maybe you feel like you're supposed to speak on stages, maybe you feel like you're supposed to be writing a book or starting a podcast or starting to build a platform that helps others come more into their truth because you're so deeply grounded in your own 
this program is the container that's going to hold that space for you while you do your own expansion work, while you become your braver self of really owning your truth and standing in it. And it's going to be such a powerful program. So we're going to start October 23rd and we're going to finish about two weeks before Christmas. So this program is actually going to take us almost through the rest of the year together. And I know so wholeheartedly that this is not only going to change the rest of your 2017, it's going to blow your 2018 out of the water. What makes this program so different is because we're doing the spiritual work that solves the spiritual problem. And what I mean by spiritual problem is that, you know, for years I have tried to do the mindset work of becoming more confident, braver, believing in myself more, having more conviction in who I am and what I'm here to do. And I was going about it all wrong because you cannot really heal these things and shift these things from the cognitive level. We have to do the spiritual work that creates the freedom for us, that creates that spiritual knowing. And this is so much different than getting like being in your logical brain, right? So if you've ever had the experience of feeling this self-doubt and like logically you're like, I mean, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way, but you still feel this way. You, you still don't feel like it's safe to truly expand or be braver or go after that thing. That's the spiritual work that needs to be done. And that's what Wild and Holy Truth provides. So I would love for you to learn more about this program. You can find out more at wildandholytruth.com. Um, we're going to have an amazing experience together. And this work is so incredibly different because we're talking about not only here um, healing like the narratives we've been carrying from our family and from society, but also religious narratives, religious narratives that have told us who we're not allowed to be as women. And I know if you are coming from a background from any religious doctrine. It doesn't matter if it's Christianity or Hinduism or Islam or um, Judaism. I mean, any religion has messages around who we're allowed to be as women because these religions were formed so long ago when women were not equal to men. So there's tons of little things that are just kind of embedded um, within our religious upbringing that need to be examined and reframed. And one of the things that I love so much about this wild and holy work is that it doesn't tell you you have to leave your religion in order to become free. You can still own your religion, be part of your religion, and expand into something new, expand into who God's source spirit sent you here to be. So if you have been feeling blocked, if you've been feeling stuck, and you know that there's not this like area of safety around you to truly expand into who God sent you here to be, this is the program that is going to hold that space for you to arrive to new truths, to release those non-truths, and become your braver self. So I would love to have you join me. There's actually a fast action payment plan available until this Friday, October 6th. So you can get in for three payments and all of that information is available on the website. So please go and check that out because I have some amazing, amazing bonuses. You guys, I'm doing my first big live event June 1st and 2nd in Austin for 
all these wild and holy women who are ready to live their truth and be braver. It's going to be an event like no other. I'm bringing the powerful work that we do at Wild and Holy Weekend to a much grander scale while creating this beautiful, thriving community of like-minded women. And this is the part that always blows me away from Wild and Holy Weekend is the connection. The connection and the mirroring and feeling like, oh my gosh, I found my people. I'm not alone. And the connection continues to support you on your own personal journey to further expansion and deeper bravery. And this is something that I think is completely priceless. So the first 10 women who are joining me for Wild and Holy Truth, you're getting a free ticket to come to this event in June. And all these other kinds of bonuses. Like you have to just go check out the sales page. I'm so excited about this program. And I know the power of this work, you guys. Like I live this stuff every single day. It calls me to expand and be braver every single day. And it would just mean the world to me to be able to do this work together and be braver together. So go and check out wildandholytruth.com for all the details and mark your calendar for this Wednesday at 12, where we're going to be diving into the most powerful nuggets that we've covered in the four-day challenge. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> into our podcast episode for today. Yesterday was... Um, was difficult for me. It was a very vulnerable space. I felt just kind of almost in tears all day because there's this big calling on my heart to create a very specific container with Wild and Holy. Um, and there are a lot of things that I feel like I'm being called to do that I don't necessarily know how to do. <laughs> and it's calling on me to expand way past something that's comfortable for me and to do something that I've never done and be braver in ways that I've never been. So this is, this is like the messy middle <laughs> of expansion. And it's, it's so funny to me because, um, you know, sometimes we get pointed back around to things that were um, really powerful for us at a certain period of time, and then we, we might have forgotten about it, and then we kind of circle back, and it's like, wow, I so needed to hear that or read that, and this is exactly how my life works. Like, <laughs> I am notorious for picking up books, and I'll read, like, I don't know, a third of the way through, a half of the way through, and then I'll just put a little index card in there, and I'll shelf the book for, like, months, sometimes even years, sometimes years. And I'll go and pick it up. And I don't know why. I'll be like, I feel like there's something in this book that I need to read. <laughs> and I'll pick the book back up. And it's either I open it to the exact page that I left off and it's like the perfect message for me. Or I thumb through and I look at the things that I was underlining back then when I was reading it the first time. And it's like, oh my goodness. This has such a deeper meaning for me right now. And it provides such comfort, right? So yesterday I was like looking at Glennon, um, Glennon's blog and looking at one of her most recent entries where she was really talking about first the pain and then the rising. And the speech was really about talking about the concept that we try to avoid our pain and numb out our pain, but our pain is like where our purpose is. And if we can be brave enough to turn towards it, there is so much power in that, right? Like our, our pain exists for us to transform it into power moving forward. It's a really great speech. 
So, you know, Glennon's somebody who really inspires me. She's somebody that um, doesn't just talk about being braver, but she actually practices it. Um, she uses her voice to bring awareness to topics that are very um, polarized in our country right now. She uses her voice to speak up for people who don't have as much of a voice. And she's talking about big concepts that I know she doesn't have all the answers for, but she's helping us navigate um, these big things where she is with what she has now and that's a huge inspiration for me because I think for many of us one of the things that stops us from stepping more boldly into our leadership is we feel like we have to have all the answers or have it all figured out before we show up and Glennon always reminds me to just simply show up before you're ready right so you know, this is something that I want to do with Wild and Holy as well. Like, I want this to be an inclusive community of women of all faiths, of all um, races, of all um, classes, right? Like, this is about community um, of diversity and really helping women step into their own truth, no matter their background, but to really own who they are, who they feel they're here to be, and learn how to trust themselves and something outside of themselves so wholeheartedly that they just expand into a braver version. That's what I want. And there's so many times where I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to create more diversity except simply having the intention and trusting that the how will follow the why, okay? And that's where I was last night. And as I was reading Glennon's blog, I, I scrolled through all the comments. <laughs> and oh my goodness, if you want to give yourself a heart attack <laughs> about what might be in your future by being braver, don't go read the comments because, you know, these comments, there were so many supportive comments for what she was championing for. And then there were some nasty, nasty comments like tearing her to pieces and reading these comments and feeling like this pull to be braver and be louder and to really use my voice for something good in the world um, very much like Glennon does you know finding my own way with it of course and reading these comments and I asked myself oh my goodness like can I can I really put myself in the arena like that can I really open myself to this level of criticism and judgment because that is scary as hell to me and you have to be super grounded in who you are <laughs> um, and really know your truth, I think, to, to withstand that. Um, because these comments were cruel. They were cruel. And right away, it reminded me of that um, Brene Brown quote that she uses um, from Theodore Roosevelt, right, about being in the arena and how she's talked about, um, you know, if you're not also in the arena, opening yourself up to criticism and judgment and being, you know, receiving cruel comments, I'm not interested in your opinion. Because it takes so much bravery to put yourself out there. And we live in a world that is especially cruel, can be. Because in the digital world, there, there's no accountability. People can leave cruel comments. They can tear you down. They can criticize you in the, in the softest, most vulnerable spaces and have no repercussion, right? And as I was reading these comments, I was like, oh God, like I don't know, I don't know if I'm strong enough to do this, right? Like I don't know if I'm strong enough to, to pull myself up from cruel comments like that if that were to happen to me, you know? 
And yesterday I just felt really like uncertain and scared, but also feeling like this call of where I am being guided to go and expand. And (laughs) there's so much of me that's like, God, I don't want to do that. I am far too scared to do that. (laughs) And it's like, God says, just keep going, just keep going because you don't have to figure out the how if you just follow the why. And I've put this on your heart for a reason. And, you know, sometimes you guys, we're going to be called to do things that we are terrified to do, terrified to do. And the more I walk this spiritual path, the, the clearer I become with who God sent me here to be. It is freaking terrifying sometimes, terrifying because I feel like I'm being asked to do things like I literally don't know how to do. I see the vision and I don't know how to step into it. I see the person that I need to become in order to realize this dream. It's like I have no idea how to close that gap, right? So this morning as I was preparing for this podcast episode, I was like, how real do I want to get (laughs) about this expansion process? Because there is such a vulnerable edge to it. There's such a vulnerable edge to it. And, you know, I've just led so many women through this four-day challenge talking about helping them like get clear on their six-month vision and who they're here to be and the work they're here to do and the purpose they're here to have and to walk and create in the world and the fears that are getting in the way and speaking truth to those fears because this is where everything comes full circle right of feeling the fear but knowing the truth and speaking truth to those fears because the minute we speak truth to those fears it's like it's not about fearing less. It's about trusting more, right? And I walk this stuff every single day. So to see the power in these posts over, you know, the four-day challenge last week, and people are still completing it today, it's like, wow, like this is so powerful. And so yesterday, as I was sitting in my fear, right, I had to speak truth to those, the things that were coming up, the insecurities of I don't know how. God says, follow the why, the how will show up. And so many of us get stuck in the how. (laughs) So many of us get stuck in the how. And I promise you, like, this has shown up in my life so many times since I've started pursuing my purpose in the world of not literally, like, literally not knowing how to do something, but knowing the what, what I'm creating, knowing the why, why I'm creating it, and knowing the who, who I'm here to be. And the how has somehow taken care of itself. And yet we procrastinate the hell out of our lives because we don't know the how when I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. Because if we know the who, we know the what, we know the why, the people that know the how will show up. The path will be revealed. The people that we need to help us close the gap will show up with their expertise that we don't have and help guide us the rest of the way. And this is extremely comforting to me because one, I don't need to have it all figured out. Thank God, right? (laughs) Because none of us do. Nor do I need to know all the answers, which none of us do. And nor do I need to be an expert in all things to make a big difference in the world. And neither do you. So what's interesting to me 
is I'm, I'm in my office this morning and I'm like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? <laughs> I feel like I just need to speak from my heart. I don't know how this is going to go. And I see this book on my bookshelf and it's called Comfortable with Uncertainty. It's by Pima Chodron. And this book came into my life back in like 2014. Right, right before I started doing a lot of my enoughness work, like inner child healing, like really unraveling the stories of what it meant to be enough. And there was a lot of uncertainty back then. <laughs> and I don't like uncertainty because it makes me feel very out of control. I don't know what's going to happen. And so um, one of my friends, Maru Yabachella, she's the founder of um, Infinite Receiving. It's an awesome program that talks about changing your mindset to receive more. And she's just a great person. And she recommended this book to me. And I was like, why is she recommending this book to me? And as I started reading it, I was like, oh, <laughs> I know why. I know why. Because, you know, there's this, there's this desire for us to avoid uncertainty because uncertainty is incredibly vulnerable, right? And where I was in my life was this vulnerable place. And we can avoid the vulnerability all we want to. But the true growth happens when we're willing to wade into the discomfort. So learning to find comfortable or comfort in uncertainty is really being willing to feel uncomfortable and allow the growth that happens there to transpire and transform, right? So as I was sitting in this very uncomfortable place last night, um, very tearful, scared, uncertain. My husband comes up to me and sits next to me on the couch. And he's like, you know, is there, is there anything I can do for you? I mean, I see you're hurting. And I said, this is something I just have to feel. I just have to wade through it. <laughs> and that was such a moment of like willingness and surrender to feeling the pain, feeling the uncertainty, feeling the fear, and knowing that I'd be okay, I can find comfort here. So I went and opened up um, <clears throat> this book from Pima Shodron. And I was just looking through um, some of the things that I had highlighted. <laughs> and I wanted to share some of them with you because I just think that, you know, Pima, if you're new to her work, she's incredibly wise and incredibly gentle. And she's a Buddhist monk. So, um, and I think this is why Another important reason why it's so important for me for Wild and Holy to be so inclusive is because there's so much wisdom from all of the faiths and all of the practices in the world. And I think that we, we come to have such a richer toolbox, spiritual toolbox, when we learn from others who are different than us, um, when we learn from other people's stories, when we learn from their spiritual practices that work for, for them, and we can take what fits and leave the rest, um, this has been my journey to finding such deeper spiritual authenticity, which has so been laid upon my heart to help all of you find. Um, so you can be braver. That's what it all comes back to. So Pima says, <laughs> there's the four reminders, and I'm not going to read all four of them to you. But she talks about this concept of being a warrior, which brings me back to Glennon's work too, right? <laughs> of what it means to be a warrior is to face the pain and then experience the rising. So everything's connected. And Pima says, the essence of life is fleeting. Life might be over in the next instant. Remembering impermanence can teach you a lot 
about how to cheer up. It's okay to let it scare you. Seeing your fear can heighten the sense of gratitude for the preciousness of human birth and the opportunity to practice. And this for me, <laughs> just, the, just the idea of it's okay to let it scare you. It's okay to let your dreams scare you. It's okay to let the call of God scare you because it reminds you that you're human. And also that even the fear that you're feeling is impermanent, right? It's not forever. It's just right now. And she talks about... Um, she says, every time you're willing to acknowledge your thoughts and come back to the freshness of the present moment, you're sowing seeds of wakefulness for your own future. You're cultivating innate, fundamental wakefulness by aspiring to let go of the habitual way you proceed and doing something different. You are the only one who can do this. Life is precious, and it's brief, and you can use it well. And this for me, this is where it all makes so much sense of being aware of my fear, feeling it anyway, knowing that it is waking me up to doing something different. She says, samsara is preferring death to life. Samsara is a Buddhist and, and Hindu concept. She says, she says it comes from always trying to create safety zones. <laughs> Can we just please honor this for a second? How many times do we try and create safety zones and live there? We try and live in what's comfortable, right? We get stuck here because we cling to a funny little identity that gives us some kind of security painful though it may be. The fourth reminder is to remember the futility of this strategy. So if our soul is here to expand, you guys, which if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that this is what I believe. I believe we are here to become our fullest expression and to expand into our braver, bravest selves. And if we want this to always be comfortable, to always be safe. We will never do it. We will never do it. So learning to find comfort in the discomfort is incredibly freeing. So the last part that I want to read to you is this. She says the opposite of samsara. She says, what do you do when you find yourself anxious because your world is falling apart? How do you react when you're not measuring up to your image of yourself? Everybody is irritating you because no one is doing what you want, and your whole life is fraught with emotional misery and confusion and conflict. At these times, it helps to remember that you're going through an emotional upheaval because your coziness has just been, in some small or large way, addressed. It's as if the rug has been pulled out from under you. Tuning into that groundless feeling is a way of remembering that basically you do prefer life and warriorship to death. 
There's this part in Rising Strong where Brene talks about um, kind of the underbelly of living a brave life. <laughs> and she says that you become hyper aware when you're not being brave. And this reminds me so much of what Pima is saying here because your coziness has just been addressed, that you've been staying comfortable, right? <laughs> and so everything starts to get really screwy and you start to go through this emotional upheaval because you realize that you're in this comfort zone and you're being called to something that's uncomfortable and you're like, but I don't want to. There's that resistance there. But the willingness to feel that groundless feeling is a way of remembering that you prefer life and being a warrior than death. And I don't think that death is really talking about like physically dying here. I think it's talking about that feeling of knowing that you're here to do more but not doing it. It's that feeling of not being fully alive. So I, I'm so grateful for my path today of surrounding myself with all of these wise people who speak truth into my fears and that have encouraged me to speak my own truth into my own fears. And I am surrounded by a lot of comforting ideas as I wade into the uncertainty and the discomfort of expansion. And I know that none of us do this stuff alone. You guys, like this stuff is hard. It calls upon like our soul strength to be brave. And bravery is always going to ask you to do the thing that scares you. And fear is not really that comfortable. And that's why I'm so honored and excited to hold this fierce, loving space that is wild and holy truth for eight weeks through the rest of the year for you to be braver because I know, I know the path that this will ask you to take. There will be moments of great joy and expansion and hope and faith and trust and deeper belief in yourself and confidence and conviction. You're going to feel like I got this. And that's, the, that's when you need those people to celebrate with you, right? Of cheering you on, of saying, yes, I'm so happy for you. Keep going, right? And then there's also those times of great fear, great uncertainty, great discomfort. <laughs> when you don't know the how, you don't know how you're going to do something, but you know this is what you're being called to do. And that, that part is when you need the support the most to remind you of who you're here to be, the impact you're here to make, and why it is so important. Because expansion, expansion also has this underbelly that we talked about last week. <laughs> it's going to call you to do the brave thing. It's going to call you to do the uncomfortable thing. And I think the power of my work is holding that fierce container for you to know that it's okay to feel safe in the places that challenge you, in the places that are uncomfortable. Because I'm walking this path right alongside you, okay? <laughs> And this is how we be braver together. So some morning thoughts. I hope some of the nuggets that I share today hit you, inspire you, give you some comfort for any uncertainty that you might be facing or feeling. Um, I definitely want you to go and pick up Comfortable with Uncertainty by Pima Chodron. It's a great book, Buddhist Practices. 
And Buddhism has such a way of bringing you to the present moment. There's this whole mindfulness piece that I think is so powerful in this day and age when we become far too transfixed on the future or the past that takes us away from the present. So I will see you guys on Wednesday for our free masterclass. I will have a link in the show notes for you to sign up and be notified when I'm live. And then I'll also see you on Thursday for after the episode at 1130 Central over on my business page on Facebook. So make sure you put that in your calendar as well. And I hope you have a magical, powerful start to your week. Bye.